You're listening to Together by AGCI. I'm Melissa Rush. And I'm Marissa Butterworth. (laughs) And we're talking about how to survive the first year uh, after you've brought your child home (laughs) through adoption. And it's kind of a big one. It is a big one. And it's something that Marissa is very familiar with. My husband and I brought uh, Harper home, like you said, 2012. She was five months old uh, when we brought her home. We were not expecting a baby. Mm -hmm. I think um, a lot of people, when you adopt, you just anticipate a little bit of an older child. um, I had two biological children before that. So Mm -hmm. my oldest son at that time was eight, and my middle son was five. And we anticipated when we started the process that she would be a little bit closer in age to them. Um, But that's not how it worked. That wasn't God's plan. And so um, Harper came home five months old, and it was like kind of... um, I don't know, like a shock to the system for me, at least. I can't speak for my husband. Maybe he was like more well prepared, but I don't know. Like the, my boys were like getting their own cereal in the morning, like not waking. They, they were early risers. So like the 5 a.m. call time when they're like, Hey, we're awake. (laughs) It's time to get up. have been for hours. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Literally. I, I mean, side story, but like I was awoken to like, Marker all over the face, Your nail face. polish, oh. like uh, all over everything. You know, these are what these are the things that my kids, you know, continually, you know, did. Painted your nails when you were well, asleep? No, their nails. Oh, their nails. <laughs> <laughs> and thankfully, no marker on my oh, face. Oh, okay. Because I was visualizing, I was visualizing <laughs> you waking up with your nails painted and, and marker, marker on your face. I was like, oh wow. my gosh, wow. Okay. I mean, I'd have to be a heavy sleeper. I wish yeah. I was enough <laughs> to make that happen. But they were like at a new stage finally where... Mm-hmm. They woke up, they got ready for school, uh, they were kind of out of naps, and I don't know, I kind of forgot what it was like to start over with a baby. And then, you know, obviously, we'll talk about it here coming in, but all the additional layers of what that looked like when um, your child is adopted from another country and, you know, how how that all played out. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's like a pretty big change, especially if you're not anticipating it. Did you guys still have baby stuff? No. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we didn't. We, um, by the time she came home, I mean, it wasn't some like more local adoptions. It'll be like, hey, next week you're flying to Florida and picking up your child. And ours, I mean, we knew. You had some time. um, So we had had baby showers and had like stuff. But I mean, she was our first girl. So it was definitely, um, all the like fun girly stuff that we were getting and, and like kind of hit reset on that. So Mm -hmm. yeah, our first year might look different from other first years where maybe their child, um, or children are older, maybe it's a sibling set. Mm -hmm. Um, but I hope today that, um, like the advice, advice that I have, um, and it's maybe hard one advice <laughs> because I wish I had it or did yeah. it um, is is something that I hope is universal no matter, you know, what how old your kids are, what it looks like, mm-hmm. what the issue is or issues that you're facing um, or challenges, maybe I'll say instead. But just yeah. no matter what, when you add another child into your family, it can be complicated and challenging. Yeah, yeah absolutely. No matter <laughs> and how. And wonderful. But yes. all those things too. Yeah. yeah. No matter how a new child enters your home, it's going to be going to be an adjustment. Yes. Um, so something that, it, like you said, I mean, obviously with the domestic adoption, sometimes it can be like that. It can be like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, be there in a week. This is what's happening. Or yep. maybe even less time if, yeah. you know, a baby's born early or oh, however totally. that works out. But um, something that is kind of unique about international adoption is that generally you have a bit more time to prepare. Mm-hmm. You know, you've known your child's name and face for usually like months before you're actually yep. able to bring them home officially. For families who are preparing to bring their kids home, uh, or, or child, what are some things that they can do to prepare in that kind of, I've, I've got to imagine that's kind of a stressful it period. Is. It's, it's, I mean, I'm only speaking for myself. So maybe someone listening is like, ah, that's not how it was for me. And that's totally fine for, for myself. Um, it was exciting. Mm-hmm. Like we finally 
knew who she was. Yes. She wasn't a waiting child. So mm-hmm. that part was a surprise for us. Um, we could, you know, start planning for her yeah. in, in more real ways or what felt real mm-hmm. for me. Um, so at that point, that's when we like started putting her room together, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But if I could go back and give myself advice back then, I would have started doing some planning on um, like equipping us as a family unit at that point mm-hmm. on how to cope with things that we didn't know. You know, it's hard. It's hard to prepare for something you don't know. It's same same having children biologically, especially yeah. your first child. You're like... Okay, <laughs> they're sending them home with me. <laughs> Don't you know? take a test or for anything? me. Yeah, it was like no matter what, you're like, oh my gosh, they're trusting us with a child. <laughs> um, so I mean, like the research on um, their country, all mm-hmm. of that stuff should be happening. Um, I am. We've talked about this before on the show. I'm a huge proponent of counseling and therapy, yeah. um, making sure you and your spouse are uh, doing well. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, because it's going to shake you to your core. Like it can really get in there. I I have yet to talk to um, a couple that hasn't had some marital stuff that's gone on. So, getting that that anything you can line up ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, Getting it set, making those appointments for your hair to get done, for you to go work out, for you yeah. to whatever that looks like. So it could be uh, somebody's coming to you because you're nesting at home mm-hmm. and, and working on attachment, or it can be uh, setting up with your spouse that, you know, I want to, I need to go on walks. Yeah. I need to, I need to focus on some self care. It's kind of the last thing that you think of because rightfully so you're you're thinking of all this stuff for your child Mm -hmm. but I would say in hindsight I wish that we did a better job of preparing us our kids Mm -hmm. um like and how to cope with this um because we like I said we when we've talked about this like I mentioned post-adoption depression Mm -hmm. I ended up having that it's something that um I could have prepped for, mm-hmm. and I didn't. I didn't know. Yeah. Um, the other thing I would say too is like setting up. So, um, our hope would be that you've connected with other adoptive families, mm-hmm. but setting up um, like a call with them, like asking them, okay, what was this like for you? What do you yeah. wish you knew? Um, because I'm not. I'm not an expert. I only have my own yeah. life. Um, utilizing like our AGCI team because they're walking through this with so many people Mm -hmm. um, asking them questions. What would you do? I mean, we, I I mean, it's incredible. Like we kind of bombard you with information, but really (laughs) digging in to that side of things. um, I mean, I could keep going forever, but not, not assuming you can do this alone. Absolutely. And I think it's really hard because obviously it's a, such a huge, huge transition for your adopted child. Like, right, mm-hmm. they're leaving their first country, yes. language, culture, all of yep. the things. But you also have to, if you're not taking care of yourself, you can't fully yep. be there for them when they need you. And so I think sometimes, especially I think as women, we feel like, I can't, I don't have time for this. I, I yep. need to be here for every moment. But taking 30 minutes to mm-hmm. go on a walk or to just by yourself or whatever and kind of recover and then be able to show up and be present like that's gonna be good for everyone and I'll note I'm still bad at this today so it's 10 (laughs) years later and I still have to work for it but I would say I'm a little bit better at asking for help um I'm a little bit better at prepping for it like I've taken what we will call baby steps (laughs) 10 years later but um it's just stuff that I wish that I did that I wish that I set myself up for um and not that it ruined anything that I didn't but I think that it made some things harder that didn't need to be because things are going to be hard um whether you're dealing with like a language barrier i mean that's something you can be preparing for obviously too like Mm -hmm. if your uh, child is coming from a different country you need to start learning 
their language um, and not making the assumption they will learn English. When they come here, it's just, it's naturally going to happen, Mm -hmm. but it's something that you need to do. And, or whether that's if they're, um, maybe they're deaf, may, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is, you need to be figuring out um, how to do your best because there are so many things you can't control. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's what I think about, like, in that first year of, like, all the things that are like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. Uh, you can't control how they're going to react. You can't, you know, all the different things. You just don't know what it's going to be. And you can't perfectly prepare for it. But you can take these steps. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are things that are within your control. And um, I think that those are important. Anything that you can do like that is super important. So yeah, well, and language is such I mean, think about it, like if you are adopting internationally, and you know, okay, we're committed to the Columbia program, we're adopting from Columbia, start taking Spanish lessons. Mm -hmm. Like just it's also fun. It'll like just show everyone that you're I don't know. I just think it's a great, great thing to do and to be able to even just at a super basic level communicate with yes. your child. And you're becoming, your family is becoming, you know, honorary Colombians. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's super important to um, embrace these cult- because you're, you're bringing, the, they're not, um, the expectation shouldn't be that they're going to just become American. Like mm-hmm. they're always going to be their heritage. That mm-hmm. doesn't ever go away. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to bring yourself into that and you can't rely on your child to do no. that for you, yeah. you know, or to teach you things, mm-hmm. especially if you're adopting an older child, like it's never their responsibility no. to be the ones that teach you. Um, they can share who they they are with mm-hmm. you. Um, but culturally, no, they're not the ones to do that. So yeah. you have to start taking that on. And and the the best thing to do would be to do that way before you even get to this point. Yes, but yes. let's say you're here and you're like, this is the first time you're hearing this. Um, and I'm and start it now. Yeah. Like it's not too late. No. Even no. if you didn't, even if you like look back and wish you've already brought them home. Do yeah. it now. Like yeah. you can start all of that now. And what like a wonderful, beautiful opportunity to get to be like, okay, yeah, let's learn how to make a rapist. Let's take yes. Spanish lessons as a family. Let's, you know, figure out what the major holidays are and yeah. make that part of our routine. put it on our calendar. Yeah. Expar- start experiencing this. It's yeah. fun. Oh, it's totally fun. Um Okay, so thinking back, and again, I know this was a while ago, but like the first week home, that's got to be kind of a whirlwind. What's your advice for families, like what to expect in that kind of initial transition? That's a really good question. So like last question I would say is like the prep. Yes. Like you're prepping yourself, you're doing as much as possible, you're getting things on the calendar, you're spending time. Now you're in it. Yeah. And there's no turning back. (laughs) (laughs) So like I would say that first week, you are releasing yourself from any obligations yeah. whatsoever. Um, keep in mind, you are um, like most likely you've come from a different time zone. Mm-hmm. You may have children that were that came with you to adopt or maybe at home. So they could be dealing with a time change. Your adopted child is going to be dealing with a time change, yeah. even if it's two hours ahead, even if there's something about that coming home that's like, oh my gosh, um, you just need to like let go of your schedule, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, uh don't hold yourself to anything. Don't do not make plans. Yep. Um, if you have friends, like I had great friends, and I honestly, I can't believe I'm admitting this. It's because I'm looking at you in the eye. Like I was like, I had joined Mops for my second uh-huh. child, and I'm like, I will take meals from anyone. <laughs> like please, God, I need your help. Um, set that up ahead of time. Do not yeah. be afraid to advocate for yourself, especially that first week. Mm-hmm. But keep it. If people are willing to keep it going, like two, three times a week, mm-hmm. but advocate for that ahead of time. I should have mentioned that. Enjoy those meals, yeah. like. People want to help. Yes. Let them door dash something to you. Um, Do it yourself. Like whatever it is, you need to take the cooking, the cleaning, um, unless that's something that happens to relax you. But even then, you're just there. You need to be sitting on the floor, um, figuring out what your new family looks like and sleeping when you can, um, like resting 
allowing your child to rest. Um, you know, your our our daughter. Um, I mean, she was a baby, but we quickly found out she is like the most extroverted person that you've ever met. And she was then too. She is now. I have met her. You, have, you <laughs> can is. confirm. She is. She's wonderful. <laughs> she is. So you, for the, for us, we figured out quickly like, oh, we need to leave the house. Now that didn't mean I was like out showing her to everyone and yeah. like having people talk to her and touch her and all that kind of thing. But that meant I took her to Target. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I had some time. She was happier being out with people. She loved her siblings. Um, so you being sensitive to whatever their personal need is. And when you stop and just take that moment um, for that week, at least I would go longer than that if you can just to relax, be together, hang out, get to know your child, bring it all down and, you know, just take expectations off of yourself, Mm -hmm. off of your child and um, just like treat it like you would any major life change that you need time, that they need time, that you need rest Mm -hmm. and um, just enjoy how beautiful that first week home is. It's exhausting. Yeah. and I mean, everybody's stories that I hear are different, but just like sit in it. And that's mm-hmm. hard. It sounds easy, but just sit in it and take that, take those like to-do lists and burn them <laughs> <laughs> at least the first week. Yeah. Like you can't live like that forever, but yeah, you know, just to spend that time and let yourself. Yeah. That's such good advice. I mean, I feel like just as a society, we're so focused on like the bounce back and just like getting right yes. back into your routine and schedule and all of that. And it's okay to, yes. you know, for a few, even a few weeks or however long you need to just like, this is a huge change. This is a oh, huge totally. transition and your life is going to look different forever. Mm-hmm. And you got to figure out what your new normal is and yep. maybe let go of some things and welcome some new yeah, and I love that you say that. Yeah, and you're going to have you'll give yourself the space to do that with yeah. if, if you set it up ahead of time. Give yourself that space and that permission mm-hmm. because then when you get, you know, down the road a little bit, you're not going to feel like you failed at something or you, you didn't fail or you're not winning, you're not failing, you're just living in the moment. And mm-hmm. I'm so bad at that. That's why <laughs> I am too. That's why <laughs> I mean, my husband is so good at that. And so, I mean, these are like learnings yeah. <laughs> really for me that I didn't naturally do. And I mean, it's one thing to be forced into it. And it feels a whole lot different when you've given yourself permission ahead of time. Totally. And it's like, it, it doesn't feel like you're, oh man, I, I didn't get that laundry done. I didn't, I was going to make, I bought all these fresh vegetables that I was going to prepare this yes. and now they're rotting. Like, yep. don't, don't do don't it. Do it. Don't, don't do even it. buy the vegetables. <laughs> like your kids are going to be fine. Whatever meals people bring, like that's what you're going to get. If you find yourself like, Oh, I don't have anything to feed my children. They're going to be fine with whatever you find in your freezer that you throw in. Like yes. it's a week It's yeah. and you don't have to be parent of the year. And this is, I'm speaking to mothers and fathers, not yeah. just moms, yeah. whatever your family looks like. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking to the adults here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, And that includes like working. Do not work. Yeah. Do not, you know, you need to just be home. Yeah. Like I said, on the floor, living it mm-hmm. and figuring out what your family looks like. And you don't do it in just a week, obviously, but <laughs> it's, a, it's a solid start. <laughs> yeah. So once the dust kind of started to settle, and again, I know like we're talking about the first year. Mm-hmm. This is not like, oh, after a week, everything's great. And now yep. we're on this routine. And But what kind of, as you kind of adjusted, you're like, okay, this is our, this is our life. This is our family. Mm-hmm. What surprised you about now being a family of five and you know, with your youngest child obviously being brought home for adoption? It's a good question. A lot of things did. And honestly, like I joked with you about this before, but there's a lot that I don't remember of our first year and yeah. not because of the like time it's been, but probably because of how hard it was. Yeah. Um, and not to like scare someone off. It's, it's, but it's hard. It's like anything that's worth, worth doing. Yeah. <laughs> it Absolutely. can be really hard. Um, so, I mean, it's such a good question. I I would say that there were like stages in in how I approached things mm-hmm. like like seriously. Um I would say 
the biggest and first adjustment was really just like adjusting to a family of five yeah. for me. Um, going from two kids to three. And You're outnumbered. I was outnumbered. And um, I guess like it's kind of embarrassing to admit, but like that was my breaking point where I realized I couldn't have things exactly the way I wanted them or control things the way I had wanted to. So um, I don't know how else to say it in a nicer way, but for me um, something kind of had to break in me where I was like, I'm expecting too much of myself um, and I can't do all this. I just can't. And that's okay. And, but it took me some time and counseling to get there where I was like, okay with it. And Mm -hmm. I realized it. Um, And that's like something I wish that, I I had heard like from other families, I wish I took more seriously and that that was fine. Like who cares? It's so much better on the other side when you're like, my house doesn't have to be perfect. My kids don't have to be like groomed well. Maybe they didn't get a bath today. That's fine. Um, Like, yeah, my, I mean, now my kids are just (laughs) crazy, but I don't have to put on some kind of front maybe that I'm like, got it all together. I was also, I should mention, like at the time I was a pastor's wife. So Mm. there was maybe another layer of expectation on me um, that was put on me. I also put on myself Mm -hmm. that I had to um, like eventually get back to church Mm -hmm. and eventually show up and look like I kind of had it that I'm okay Uh and I I now at this point in my life I completely well I that's a boundary that I have that I don't have to show up pretending to be anything yeah um and I think as like you'd mentioned before like as Christians sometimes we put that on ourselves Mm -hmm. and then or and or people put it on us that we have to like put some kind of show on and so I tried doing that at the beginning and then just realized that there was no possible way like I couldn't survive yeah um I was surprised on a on a positive end (laughs) (laughs) I was surprised by how Um, And this isn't everyone's story, and this should not be the expectation, but how perfectly our daughter fit in with our family and how how immediately my boys um, adored her and never stopped. I mean, they I mean, now they're. 10 and 15 and almost 18 and they fight. And yeah, so not the expectation that it's, it's, I don't want to ever communicate something that's false. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. False. But my boys adored her. She was a delight. She had other things that were hard, but, um, I was surprised like, and, um, I loved that. Like that was such a pleasant, beautiful thing um, to feel like for us, our story was that we felt like our family was very complete in that moment. Like, oh, we were just waiting all along. And and we had waited about three years to bring her home. And that was really difficult. But when she came home, um, it, we just, especially when she like entered our into yeah. our home, when we were a complete family unit, it was like, oh, God just... We had to just wait for her. Yeah. It, that's, it wasn't, um, I don't know. I, I had lots of like crying and gnashing of teeth. <laughs> like, Lord, why have you forsaken me? Where's our child? We've waited too long. I can't take this. And, and those are all. She wasn't born yet. She wasn't born. She literally wasn't born yet. And that's not everyone's story. But um, for us, that was like, I was like, oh, God, your timing is perfect. Yeah. Um, and so like I loved acknowledging that and even like looking in the back of the car like we had a minivan at that point and looking back and seeing like oh they they all are like those kind of things that um are these happy moments that you're like wow I can't believe that was the longest labor and delivery and that I've ever (laughs) experienced (laughs) and wow look at like what look in my back seat like I have this amazing incredible family and I'm so lucky that here they are like here you know with all the messy stuff and maybe Harper just like pooped up her back in the car seats (laughs) totally (laughs) demolished but like but that was like I don't know it just was such an incredible surprise like a delighted kind of surprise um and, you know, you you mix in like, oh, I have to go now to see the international specialist and she sure. has to have tests run when she gets yeah. home. And um, a lot of people return with, um, you know, maybe uh, you, you just don't know. You don't know what yeah. your child's 
has going on, or maybe mm-hmm. you do know some of the things, but a lot of times you end up either way, you're in at the doctor's office. Um, and so I would, like I said, I would still protect that first week unless your child is very ill, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah, yeah, of course. You get home and you get them to the doctor right away. But, um, you know, just to like have some time and space to just be and enjoy that. And then, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, there was a lot I didn't expect on the good end. Yeah. I also just, you know, didn't expect to not ever sleep again. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. But Aww. yeah, lots of good surprises and things. And my boys helped, like loved Aww. helping out and, you know, like bringing her things, playing with her, like entertaining her, holding her. Um, they like rose to the challenge in ways that I didn't expect. And um, I think that it's unhealthy, like that expectation shouldn't be put on your biological kids sure, to, yeah. um, or previously adopted, whatever your family looks mm-hmm. like, your kids that are home mm-hmm. already. Kids are in home, yeah. Um, they're, they shouldn't have any expectations put on them of what that looks like. But so that was pleasantly surprising that I was like, oh, look, you guys are actually good big brothers. You fight all the time, but you adore, you're like united in your mission to spoil your baby sister. So, oh. yeah, they still mostly do that, but That's it's so not as sweet. she wants more. She's like not okay with them growing up and, oh. You know, oh. having lives. I'm not either, <laughs> though. I'm with her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, my heart was just like swelling hearing you talk about that because I think it's just something you've, you know, thought about and prayed about for so long. And then to yeah. finally just, I love that visual of everybody in the back seat, like yeah. all safe with you and your yes. family. Finally, um, what a wonderful memory it um, was it is it still I still have that moment yeah. sometimes while they're back there fighting <laughs> all in one seat like one row in the car I'm like oh boy <laughs> they're screaming and hitting each other there's still there's definitely the moment of like oh my what have I done <laughs> and then there's also like oh look at my little mess back there yeah. <laughs> like they're it, they're mine it's both you can hold both and yep. I, I also just so appreciate you being vulnerable and just kind of sharing how you had to really surrender. Cause I think, um, yeah, yeah, there's just so much we, and it's like external, internal, all the things we feel like I, to some degree blame social media, but we feel like we have to have Pinterest perfect, everything, families, kids, hair braids, all the things. Most people, that's not real. That's not real. And I, I felt that pressure and this, you know, social media is new-ish. Yes. And so it's interesting, like, my friends that are maybe newer moms living under that, like, I don't know, that banner of perfection. Like, yeah. oh, my gosh. I'm so glad that I kind of learned that I couldn't be that a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> because. Yeah. No one can. No one no. can. Oh, my gosh. And that's not real. Everybody knows it's not real. But you also, I don't it's know, for me, I see. see it and I'm like, oh. So pretty. (laughs) How did they do that? How do they do that? And I mean, one thing, I mean, I'm getting off topic, but one thing is a lot of them have help. Yes. uh, Whether it be family or a nanny or babysitters or whatever, a Mm -hmm. lot of influencers do. It's not real, guys. (laughs) It's not. And they would be the first to acknowledge it's not real either. But you put out, you want to put out this yeah, like beautiful it's a highlight image. Reel. Yeah. Yes. And you just don't have to. I mean, if you hear anything, it's like you don't have to be anything you're not. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And if you don't know what you are yet, then that's okay too. You mm-hmm. just have to like do your best and let let and, a bunch of stuff go. And ask for help. Yes. Ask for help. And don't even do your best. <laughs> I'm like, don't. Just, just – it's okay to just like be okay. Yeah. I think that is maybe the best. I yeah. think that's what we've all got. Yeah. I it's okay know. to just be okay. And that's why this is called surviving the first yeah. year. Yeah, home. right. Not that maybe should be your goal. <laughs> yeah. Don't you're not gonna crush it. It's no. just, and that's okay. Like and there's gonna be lots of seasons you're not crushing a ding dang thing. I mean, and that is my season right now. But I that I don't know. I it was hard for me though, admittedly, to let that stuff go and you know, if I can encourage any parent right now, it's like, it's okay. You don't have to. Yeah. 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 So we've kind of talked about this a little bit, but, and obviously hindsight is twenty twenty. but if you had, if there, if you could go back to your family 10 years ago, mm-hmm. like what's one thing you wish you could have known that you maybe would have hmm. done differently? 
Such a good question. And I read it because <laughs> obviously we <laughs> planned for this. I read it before and was thinking about it. I was like, gosh, there's so many things that I wish that I could have known. But um, I mean, this isn't anything dramatic. The The one thing that I just kept coming back to was like, I wish I knew it was going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. And just trusted. I, I mean, it, it sounds kind of, I don't know campy to say like I wish I trusted the Lord in this or you know but just um to trust that God had this in Mm -hmm. his hands knows what's going to happen knows what this is going to look like and that he's going to equip you as you go Mm -hmm. so that means that I didn't have to know everything that I that I didn't have to be perfect um that I I wasn't going to be the perfect, perfect mom, but I'm going to be the best mom for my kids. Mm-hmm. And um, that it's going to be okay at the end because yeah. I tend to, you know, you'll have something that gets to you that maybe it's just me, but I, I'll like be, I'm okay, I'm okay, and then I'm not okay. Yeah. And so um, for me, like going in with post-adoption depression and um, – trying to figure out what was happening and why I was crying a lot and all that kind of thing. Um, You know, you know it, but also I was worried about like how that would affect my kids, how that would affect my new daughter, how, how that would look. And it's okay. It's going to be okay. So that's, I mean, it's nothing deep or anything, but. I think that is deep, actually. Well, thank you. I I think like, no, I think it's so hard. And, you know, you want to be like living in the moment and present, but it's also Every, I, I mean, I try to say that to myself just in day-to-day life. Like yeah. when I'm having a hard time, like this will pass. Yes. This isn't going to be this way forever. Like that's yeah. the only constant in life yes. is change. Oh, exactly. Um, yeah. And so, as, and we're not yeah. saying this is easy. We're not like, just give it up to God. And it's like, that's no. hard. Like there's work yes, to be done, but, but at the end, God's got this. And there, And you don't have to be everything. Like you yeah. just can't. But I sure tried it for a little while. It didn't last long. <laughs> I sure tried. Oh, um, so we talked about what you wish you had known. What's something that looking back you're like, yes, like we did that right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, listening to our gut is what I would say, um, especially like, I'm, I talked about it at the beginning of this, all the prep stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're reading all the things mm-hmm. and you, um, you're you hearing from your social worker, you're doing the classes, um, do these things. Yeah. And then when your child gets home, they're an individual. And so um, going back, this, this is just top of mind because I just said it, so it's nothing super interesting, but like taking my daughter out to Target, realizing gosh, she seems like she's unhappy being stuck in the house all the time. Mm-hmm. I know this is what I'm supposed to do, yeah. Um, but I'm going to try something in a safe way mm-hmm. to see how she reacts. So yeah. there are a reason that we put you through these classes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. There, yeah. there are many reasons, I should say, um, that we do this. With that said... Uh, and if you have questions, like you have the resource of your social worker, your post-adoption and specialist, all of these people. Um, they want to hear from you. <laughs> they literally do. It's their job. They yeah. love it. They're passionate yeah. about it. Um, so if, you know, call them up, email them like, hey, I'm thinking of this. What do you got for me? Mm-hmm. And so um, we were really fortunate that our social worker was really involved for the like a few months into um, – I mean, almost like six months, and that's not a, a normal thing. Um, but she was super involved and and helped me. But she's a great sounding board. But she also she's an expert. But she also gave me permission to be the expert of my own child. Mm. And so after you've spent some time getting to know them in safe ways, mm-hmm. that does not mean like let's say Harper was older, and I can tell she's extroverted. That does not mean enrolling her for camp and sending her <laughs> off because no. she's extroverted. No. This is what I would do if obviously that's not the answer or maybe not obviously but that's not the answer (laughs) (laughs) but does that mean going to a park Mm -hmm. okay that's great maybe it's not super crowded or does that mean um you know you're still there maybe the whole family goes Mm -hmm. there isn't a concern for them of what this looks like Uh, but whatever that might look like is some you know 
maybe take your original idea and scale it back a hair (laughs) (laughs) and then trust your gut. Yeah. And, you know, um, like you're the parent at the end of the day and Mm -hmm. you're going to make mistakes and you're going to do things right too. And, you know, just letting that happen at a certain point and trusting the training too that you received. And if you don't know something again, ask for help. Like it's totally okay. I can't say that enough. Myself and most people I know are horrible at asking for help. I know. Why are we all so bad at asking for help? Because I I don't know. I feel like we all know when you have a friend that adopts, has a baby, is going through a hard time, loses, you know, a spouse, a parent, whatever. We all are like want to help. Yeah. But you feel like, oh, I don't want to put that on them. I don't want to. Oh, they're going to think that's annoying or they don't have. They're busy. They don't have time. People are just like literally, I mean. Yeah, their community waiting. is waiting in the wings. Like, yep. please, how can we help? We don't want to yes. be overbearing, but like, we want to bring you meals. We want to take yep. your dog on a walk, clean your house, whatever. Yeah, let them, let them, <laughs> let them see your dirty house. <laughs> let them see yeah. behind the curtain, um, because. First of all, it doesn't matter. And second of all, their house like, is dirty too. P.S. Yes. <laughs> like I had a friend when I was a young mom right before, actually not too far before we brought Harper home that I like went to her house. I won't call her out. I don't even know if she'll listen, but um, <laughs> I went to her house and it was messy. It was gloriously messy. And it, she unwittingly gave me permission to, to have a messy house. Yeah. And so let them in. You might be doing them a favor, too, of, like, this isn't perfect. Let them clean your trash can. Let yeah. them, like, that's, like, the grossest of the gross. <laughs> if they want to do it, let them do it. Because, you know, if they're learning something, God's using them. Yeah. Um, and teaching them something and teaching you something. And mm-hmm. that's, how, that's how we get better by serving each other Mm -hmm. and learning from each other so let it happen and if you're like oh my gosh i would never do that that's so gross (laughs) check yourself right now i'm like gonna call you out to yourself of like if you have that reaction you need and you're adopting or you're a parent or you're a human being (laughs) (laughs) you're a human being (laughs) check yourself right now because we are not meant to do it by ourselves like we are not built that way and we shouldn't be and that shouldn't be the expectation so side rant no it's it's super important it's super important and i think that's something we all can actually i'm going to challenge everybody listening to this like if you're a parent or not like What's something you can ask for help of your life? What's something you can take off your plate? Like, yes. ask your spouse for help. Ask your friends. Ask your children. Yeah. Ask what's something you can. Yes, and ask yourself why you think you have to do it all. Yeah. Like, what in you thinks that you're failing if you don't? Yeah. I mean, I literally have to ask myself this. Like, oh, I'm, I'm constantly... taking the challenge as well. I, I'm taking. Oh no, this is. I say for everyone, it's for me. It's for me. Yes. And we're, we're like, okay, well, what are we gonna clear. do? What are we gonna ask for help with? So. Just do it and see. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised, though. I'm going to do it. I am going to do it myself, too, because (laughs) I get back into that habit of, like, I can do this. I can take care of it. And then I crash. So, you know, it's fun times. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, obviously, this podcast is about the first year, and that can be, you know, just difficult. Obviously, beautiful and wonderful and life-changing, but but also hard. Um, What's, like, if you had to think, like, one thing that kind of got your family through that first year, what, what was that? Hmm. That's a really good question. One thing. Or if there, it has to be two. Well, Two's you know fine. all. <laughs> long-winded. I'll add it in. We want to know. I mean, I would say the support of others mm-hmm. coming around us, whether I wanted them to or not. Mm-hmm. I would say therapy. <laughs> For real. No. Uh, so like getting in. Um, that saved me uh, from lots of things like mm-hmm. getting in and talking to someone um i would say uh, i mean i'm going on too long this is no. more than one thing. no i want i want the fullest i want the fullest i would say um being honest with people about where i was mm-hmm. um because when you speak it out it takes some of that um some of the lie that you're believing, mm-hmm. it, if not all of it, it takes it away. And you yeah. hear it and you're like, oh. That's... So first of all, like if you have good friends mm-hmm. or 
uh, if you're talking to the post adoption, your post adoption mm-hmm. specialist or your social worker, if they're normal, good, healthy people, they're going to say, oh my gosh, like, oh, you can't expect that of yourself. That's yeah. too much. Like yeah. that's, um, and I did have that too of like, uh, and I had people that cried with me. Um, mm-hmm. and I want to like, I don't want to gloss over like it was it, it was so beautiful. It was the it was the best year having baby Harper uh, toddling around the cutest, was like the she was the cutest. She she was is, and is the best thing ever. She's amazing. Um but adoption is hard. Having a new child is hard. You add that layer. Mm-hmm. It is so hard. Um, so for anyone that's like out there listening right now, maybe you're in the middle of the first year and you're like, yeah, this is fine and good. I'm a disaster. I can't even um, like letting somebody cry with you, just telling them whether it's your spouse, but maybe someone else, maybe mm-hmm. a friend reaching out, um, just crying. Like it's, yeah. it doesn't mean that um, that something's tragically wrong it's really normal yeah (laughs) unfortunately and fortunately like all of it but just to have a good cry when it happens and acknowledge um the reality of how hard it is and then also when the beauty comes along make sure you acknowledge that too of like even if it's a fleeting moment even if it's like you got everyone in your family fed today consistently Mm -hmm. and you fed them a complete meal (laughs) like they had the food groups were all represented in their meal today and that's what went well like have that little moment where you celebrate that it sounds like kind of silly and ridiculous to even say out loud but I I mean I'm that person now at this stage in my life where I'm like I gotta celebrate those things happening yeah (laughs) you, you do I literally did the other night I was like Jesse was gone and I got a meal on the table and like the kids ate and had like something remotely healthy and they all ate it. It was a win. And I really was like, I mean, it's kind of pathetic to admit, but I was like, it's not. Well done, Marissa. No. (laughs) But just like, I don't know, like giving yourself the kudos that you need at the same time. No, that is, that is like a real, that's a real, no, it's actually, I was going to say there's like a proven science behind that. I didn't even know. um, Of like taking, when you feel like, you know, when you have those moments, you know, they're not all the time, but where you're like, you're dancing in your kitchen, making dinner with your family and you're like happy. Yes. Like take a second and look around and soak that in yep. because that actually makes you yes. happier as a person. It makes you like recognize the joy yep. in your life and all that there is to be grateful for. Not to say that there aren't really, really hard things. Oh, not to say you're not going to have garbage moments. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you will. You will. You're a person. But like that that's gold. Like you got to mm-hmm. soak up those little things. Um Maybe have a gratitude journal, right? That yeah. you know, and it could be. Yes, I showered today. Oh, totally. Like, that is my victory. I've written that down Lots before. Okay, <laughs> like, I I'm am. glad we're together on this. <laughs> yes. Like, yes, winning hair today. Is yes. Uh, oh, seriously. Yeah. I took my makeup off tonight. That yeah. has been Huge something win. that I'm like, score. You're doing so well today, oh, Marissa. Yeah. Pat on the back. <laughs> you are. And now everyone listening knows. <laughs> They're like. Wow, Marissa has really low standards. <laughs> but I mean, to like echo what you're saying, like I grew up and I don't know, like there's this movie called Pollyanna that I grew up watching. Mm-hmm. It was like an old Disney movie. And like the whole thing was that she played the glad game. So anything hard that came along, she played the glad game. So I took this with me into adulthood <laughs> and realized at some point that you can't glad game at all. Yeah. <laughs> but, so I'm like, okay, a healthy thing to take from old Pollyanna was that like, yes, you have to definitely sometimes search for the happy. So yeah. if it is like, oh, I just had a glass of wine while I'm cooking this, I feel relaxed yeah. for five minutes. This is great. Yeah. Then that's your win. And also at the same time, like you just said this earlier, like it's the both. Yes. And also I'm acknowledging that this is good. This is maybe the hardest year of my life. Yeah. And there are times I don't know if I can keep going. And I'm just here to tell anyone listening, you can keep going. Yeah. But 
you know, don't be afraid to ask for help. Yep. You don't have to trudge through alone. No. So, yeah, that's the, I mean, that's the long way of saying how we got through it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. I love that. It's like basically you don't have to do it alone. Recognize you can, it's both and, you know, yep. hard and wonderful. And that's okay. You don't have to be perfect. Nope. No one is. No. Um, so to close, like, do you have any resources that you recommend for new adoptive families? Like if you're listening to this right now and you're like, you're in, you're in it. You're yep. really you're in, in the middle of <laughs> you're it. You're in the middle of it. Yeah. So I would say, I, I thought about this a lot. Because I at first was like, I'm going to come up with all these great resources that I've done, you know, all this research on. And the bottom line is that when you're in the middle of the hard, you do not have the capacity to do a ton of work yeah. for yourself. Mm -hmm. Because you are like literally trying to survive at that point. Yeah. So I would say my like <laughs> my resource to recommend is just one piece of advice that you try to do one thing that day. So if you're having a, a day where you're like, I can't keep going, maybe all that is is sending an email to a friend or a text or just saying, I'm having such a bad day. I'm having so, so, so many things go wrong. Yeah. Um, that could be an email to um, a pastor or, or, you know, like I said, I will mention again, like, Set up counseling beforehand yeah. for yourself. Yeah. Um, because then when you get to that point, it's not so – if you get to that point, mm -hmm. it's not so hard. Yeah. Maybe you'll find out like, hey, I'm doing counseling. I'm six months in and I'm doing pretty okay. And yeah. then if you ha haven't um, already set that up, it's so much harder oh. to get there. You're like, where do I even start? So you can't – it's like there's too much happening inside mm -hmm. of you to take you something can't. else on. Um and it can take so long to get to the point where you finally make an appointment for yourself. Yeah. So that's why I say that to do that earlier. You may you may be thinking like I would never do that. I don't need that. I don't care. You you're good. Either Just way, it it's going to be great. Give it a it's try. It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> and do it before they get home. Yeah. And then that resource is just there. So if that means texting your counselor, mm -hmm. um, your utilize the resources that we have at AGCI. So it, for me, that was like a giant notebook <laughs> because it was 10 years ago. Yeah. I had the, I had yes. like two giant notebooks. I had like all the paperwork notebook and then I had all the resources notebook. Pull out the resources they've sent you, whatever you have access to, read something, even if it has nothing to do like with what you're going through that mm -hmm. day. Sometimes it's just like a, a reminder of like, I'm okay. Yeah. Like, this is normal. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like, I'm not alone in this. This mm -hmm. is how it looks. Oh, or it's a memory jog of like, oh, I do remember that. I remember reading this. I remember mm -hmm. talking about this. I remember this from my class. And it can be just a moment that recenters you. So, I mean, I would just say that one thing, make it something easy. Don't try to tackle it all at once. Mm -hmm. Rely on your prep. But the one, do one thing that day. That could also be um, going on a walk, yeah. eating something delicious, making yeah. a yummy coffee, mm -hmm. like just the one thing, yeah. whatever that looks like that you to do to take care of yourself. So I, I'm sorry, like if you wanted like no hardcore, hard hitting journalism, <laughs> <laughs> no one wants that from me. No. They're like, no, Marissa's not here for that. But like, yeah, that was what I just like kept thinking about of like, oh, that everything felt so hard that yeah. first year. Um, like I remember walking around our kitchen and like, I was there for something and I couldn't even remember what I was there for. I just like walked around and like stopped. I was like, why am I in here? I don't even know. So that's where you're at. You're yeah, like, I yeah. can't even, I, I'm trying to do all this stuff. I'm trying to figure this out. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, I'm like, oh, there's not, there's no, you're not going to do it. If you haven't no. done it before, it's just going to, and know if you didn't do it before and you need help, it's, you know, there are quick, still quick resources. You still could reach out just to your, um, you know, social worker, post adoption yeah. specialist. Like that is a quick call of mm -hmm. like, help, I need this. Yeah. So, yeah. And now we have podcasts. We have, yeah. we can, you can just like Google something of like. And there's lots of people out there yeah. that have gone through what you're going through and gotten yeah. through it and know yeah. what you're, 
how you feel. Yes. You're not alone. <laughs> or email us. Yeah, email <laughs> you know, us. We want to talk yeah, to you. Yeah, if you, um, I mean, honestly, like, you can, I don't even know if our, like, if all of our email addresses are online. I don't think they are. Well, you are, can email us together at allgodschildren.org. And we'll get that. And if you need help, I'm going to say that right now, especially mm-hmm. for your first year, if you're like... I just listened to this podcast. First of all, well done for doing something for yourself. Yep. I hope it helped. I'm sorry if it didn't. And but email us. Yeah. Do it. We're this is what we why we do this. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We want to hear from you and we want to help. Um well, thank you, Marissa. <gasps> thank that was you. So enlightening and as always a joy to talk to you. And we get to be in person. I know you guys are just hearing us, but I'm like looking into her beautiful eyes. I was thinking the same. I'm like, look at yours. I don't wonderful. get to see them. I know. I, it can feel isolating. We both work remote yeah. in a remote environment. So it's so nice to so see nice. you. Well, thank you all for listening to Together by AGCI. Like, I'm Marissa Butterworth. I'm Melissa Rush. And we're honored that you took time today to like just hear what we had to say seriously and and if um you want more information about all god's children or the work that we do um it, we're at all god's children international uh, type org. it in <laughs> it'll pop up um and we're on instagram mm-hmm. and facebook and i think our instagram youtube, YouTube we're all over the place yeah. so um if you go on to instagram it's like at all god's children mm-hmm. international to find us mm-hmm. Um, and we try on this um, program, whatever program. we are on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm so old. On this podcast, it's radio program to get to bring you stories of hope. But we also want to bring you real life things, yeah. and we hope that you all enjoyed it. And if you have somebody that's adopting, or if you're looking at adoption. Um, or maybe you've already been through it, um, or maybe you just want somebody to hear how hard it is of what you're going through, <laughs> like send it to your parents. Please share this. We're like honored that you yeah. would um, even think of that. So yeah, and listen to us. We're, we're wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. And seriously, email us together at allgodschildren.org. We'd love to hear yeah. from you. Yeah, and I'll add, if you have something you want us to talk about that we're missing, let us Send know. Send it through. We would love to like figure out how to work that in. And and it may not happen like the next episode, but we take those seriously. We do take it seriously. Yeah. All right. Well, All thanks. Right. Yeah, thanks. Talk to you next time. <laughs>